It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma City Thunder. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I am your host, Carson Cunningham, sports anchor in Oklahoma City for KOCO-TV. And yes, it is time to talk the Thunder We are sounding the alarm. All is not well with the Oklahoma City Thunder. We are going to talk about what has become a disastrous season so far. It's early, but we're going to talk about the losses to the Dallas Mavericks and the Detroit Pistons after they look so good against the Golden State Warriors. Man, there is problems in Thunderville. We're going to talk all about those. Uh, But first, the show is brought to you by Print. Go to prnt.co. That's print.co. They're uh, your one-stop shop for anything shirts, custom orders. They can do any size, any order for you if you want to make your own shirts. And it's more than just apparel. It's anything you want a logo on, uh, pens, cups, banners, etc. If you want to make anything like that on your own, print is the place to go. There's no other option. Just go there. Go to their website, prnt.co. That's printco. And they will get you set up. And also, if you just want some cool shirts uh, for Oklahoma City Basketball, they have a monthly shirt club for exclusively for subscribers you pay 10 bucks they'll send you a shirt the first week of every month and they have the coolest stuff by far go check out their gear and also you can use the promo code locked on that's all caps locked on no spaces and you'll get free shipping doesn't get much better than that folks it's one-stop shop for custom orders or if you just want to go online and order a shirt uh, that's the place to go and you can even design your own you want to design your own uh, Oklahoma City basketball shirt, go for it. It's the one place to do it. So pr- thanks for Print for sponsoring the show, and let's get right to it, folks. Okay, what a disaster this season has become. And look, I've been patient so far this year. I've been preaching, you know, that it's early, what have you, but all the alarms are going off now. After the Thunder just dismantled the Golden State Warriors, you thought they had 
figured out, okay, that's how you're supposed to play basketball. But no, what do they do? They squander another lead to the Detroit Pistons. Just It's the same movie we've seen over and over and over with the Thunder building up a 15 to 20 point lead, then failing to score 100 points and failing to win the game and failing absolutely horrendously in, in the clutch when the, when the game matters the most. And look, we're going to get to Billy Donovan. And I know people like are already focusing on him, and rightfully so. I do not think he has done a good job. But before we get to Billy Donovan and his future with the Oklahoma City Thunder, it's patently obvious that this team has huge offensive problems with their big three. Look, before we get to how bad their offense is, but how there's no movement, no passing whatsoever, the biggest problem this team's had all season is Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and Carmelo Anthony have missed open shots. Russell Westbrook has the lowest field goal percentage since his rookie season. Carmelo Anthony, the lowest field goal percentage for him of his entire career. While Paul George can't even get the ball in the clutch, is shooting 40% from three and, and shooting more threes than he ever has. So I think, do they have offensive issues? You better believe it. Are they one of the worst teams in the league at moving the ball? You better believe it. But I've seen this team miss open shots all season. Their, their big three have missed shots they are supposed to hit, they, they are paid to hit. How many times this year have they popped up the big three stats for a game and it's across the board, it's 7 of 21, 4 of 19? That That to me is the biggest problem of this team. This team... Isolation ball looks horrible when you're missing shots. If it goes in, you kind of shrug your shoulders and move down the court. We saw that the entire tenure of Kevin Durant, Oklahoma City. But, as I mentioned, they have horrible issues on the offensive end. Uh, Kevin O'Connor wrote a great piece on the ringer. I suggest everybody check this out. Uh, Oklahoma City ranks 27th in the NBA in ball reversals per 100 possessions. They finish possessions using an isolation more frequently than any other team. And that, that says it all. They don't pass the ball. It's literally Russell taking a long jumper, Carmelo taking a long jumper, uh, just ad nauseum. And the book is out now on how to defend the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's very simple. Pack the paint and make them hit a, a forced long two or a three. I mean, the, the Thunder are top ten in the league in shooting threes this year, and they're bottom five or they're bottom six in the entire league in three-point percentage. That's astonishing. So what do they do? They're falling for the trap that teams are setting them. And it's 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 trouble in paradise, folks. I, I've I've been preaching patience, and again, I don't want to jump to conclusions. I won't I wouldn't want the Thunder to fire Billy Donovan today. I wouldn't want them to make any drastic decisions until at least we get past Christmas. If we get past Christmas and these same problems are happening, then okay, then it's then it's time to make some seriously tough decisions, whether it's uh, the coach, whether it's personnel on the team, what have you. Because I can guarantee you one thing, Clay Bennett and the Thunder ownership, they're calling Sam Presti right now going, we're paying how much in luxury tax this year for this team? Are we going to start winning games, or am I going to be paying for a team that's going to be in danger of missing the playoffs? And again, I don't think the Thunder are going to miss the playoffs, but that's where they're at right now. They're not playing well at all. And 
and that's it's mainly in the second halves. It's mainly in the clutch because I thought Ben Falk had a really interesting tweet today. Uh, he said the Thunder have one of the largest point uh, differences between wins and point differential I've ever seen. A team with their point differential would normally be 13 and six at this point. Instead, they're eight and 11. And I do think there's a lot of truth to that. I think they've lost a lot of close games that. When this team, you know, a team that hasn't played together in clutch time situations, have struggled. I mean, that's that's obvious for everyone to see. So they're not as bad as their record would indicate, but at a certain point, you got to start winning games, and it can't look as horrific as it did against the Dallas Mavericks. They scored 81 points against the team with the worst record in the West. Are you kidding me? 81 points? That is hard to do when you have professional scores like. Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, and Paul George on the team. Again, Paul George was one of 12 in that game. I mean, the Thunder, this is astonishing. The Thunder have failed to score 100 points in eight of their 19 games. Of all the problems they were going to have this year, that's one I did not foresee coming. I didn't didn't think they were going to have trouble getting to 100 points. But that's, that's where we're at. That's where we're at in society today with, with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. So, again, and I thought Fred Katz wrote a really good column on this too, uh, former Locked On host about. The long twos. Basically, the gist is the Thunder run a very inefficient offense poorly. <laughs> and that's how you get beat. That's how you have the second best defense in the league, which they have, which has looked great at times, which thank goodness they're that good on defense or else they wouldn't be winning any games. That's how when you have that good of a defense and you're still losing games because your offense is so horrific. And again, uh, Bobby Marks, I tend to agree with him. He says he won't sound the alarm on on the Thunder until post-Christmas. Many teams have clicked past then. Uh, But if they don't, they'll have some tough questions. And that's that's exactly how I feel about it. How I feel about it. I mean, the Thunder have some serious issues on offense. And again, you know who's sitting back right now and just smoking a cigar, kicking his feet up on his desk? is Scott Brooks. We all thought the isolation ball was was him not reining in Russell and Kevin and his uh, old-school NBA mentality. He got blamed for a lot of issues that we still see in 2017. Now, at what point is it a coaching problem or is it a player problem? Here's the honest truth. Russell Westbrook has not played well this year. He hasn't played well most of the year. He hasn't played like an all-star let alone the MVP of the entire league. I don't know what it is. 
We saw MVP Russ against the Warriors. It took Kevin showing up for him to play uh, his best brand of basketball. But too many, too many jumpers, too, settling for way too many threes. That's all he did against the Pistons was shoot threes. He shot five of them in the clutch. Paul George barely touched the ball. And again, I think this team is at its best when Russell is playing under, more under control, but also doing what he excels at, and that's setting up his teammates, not just settling for jumpers. And you saw that on the last shot of the game against Detroit. What happened? They were down one point, and I, I call. I mean, I knew it. I mean, I, I, I told everyone I was around me watching this game. He's going to shoot a twenty-six footer. Doesn't matter what the score is. And I think if you go back and watch the replay from, there's a great angle from behind Russell that you can see where. The Pistons just packed four or five guys into the paint, and Russell said, well, I can't drive to the rim, so I'm going to shoot it, whereas he had uh, options on the wings wide open for three. And again, Russell was the best player in the clutch we've ever seen in the NBA last year. So sometimes you live with his decision-making in the clutch. That's been a huge reversal from last season, is they they were way better. They were historically great in the clutch last year with Russell running the show basically by, by himself. And they've come back to earth. And again, before we just excoriate Billy Donovan and want him fired immediately, I go back to, there, we're seeing isolation problems that we've seen since the beginning of time with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, before we talk about Donovan, let's hear from a sponsor and we'll come back and talk about Billy. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, do I think Billy Donovan's done a good job this year? No, I do not. I think he's done his, he's tried his hardest to find what will work uh, rotation-wise. He's, it seem, he's seemingly been able to try everything. He played Terrence Ferguson against the Mavericks, who actually came in and played pretty well. Uh, he's he's benched Abrinas early in favor of Josh Eustis. He's tried to mix his rotations to his best ability. Uh, you even saw him get on Russ a little against the Dallas Mavericks, which I've never seen before. That tells you tensions are rising, that he realizes this is not going well, that I'm going to be the focus if we keep losing. And so at a certain point... And again, I think Billy Donovan's a good coach. I think he he draws up some good stuff that they tend to get away from. I think that he did a really good job when he took over in the playoffs the first season. Uh, last year's playoffs, he didn't have much uh, tools in his in his toolbox. He tried to play people that probably shouldn't have played, but at that point he's searching for answers on a bench that does not exist. But I will say this. This is it falls at his feet doesn't it? You can't fire Carmelo Anthony. You can't fire Russell Westbrook and you can't fire Paul George. So at a certain point, if they're, if they're 30 and 31, (laughs) if we get that far down the road and they're under 500, you have to do something. You can't just sit status quo, not with that luxury tax bill 
uh, coming. Not with what they have on their roster when they're going to try to convince Paul George and Carmelo Anthony to stay. At that point, do they consider making a does Sam Presti consider making a trade for Carmelo Anthony? Because what we saw against Dallas was Billy benched him. Billy benched Carmelo Anthony. He can come out and say whatever he wants. He put Nick Collison in the game and kept Russell and Paul George in the game. At what point does Billy say, my my, you-know-what's on the line, Mello. You're coming off the bench. I know you said, who me? Who me? I'm, I'm starting. So maybe he doesn't have to make that drastic of a decision. Maybe he just pulls Carmelo early to get him with the second unit because the second unit's getting just, they're, they're not playing well. They have hardly any scoring. Patrick Patterson has been a disaster so far. He has not been good. Uh, huge disappointment so far in, in Patrick Patterson. Even bigger disappointment in Alex Sabrinas. So not only have the big three not played well, the bench has kind of fallen apart. I mean, Jeremy Grant's been a, a bit of a revelation, but he can't lift an entire bench unit. Ray Felton has played well at times this year, most of the year, but he's starting to come back down to earth a little bit with his shooting. I still like Ray Felton. I'm not you know, saying, saying it's, everything's a disaster off the bench, but the bench has not been good. So... I think that's a key adjustment I think Billy should look to make is perhaps bringing Carmelo off the bench, which a player of his status, he already laughed at that. And at the time, I thought it was kind of a silly notion too. But at this point, I think you got to stagger it to where he's playing mostly with the second unit because he is just a ball stopper. And you can live with that when he when he's shooting the ball well uh, with the second unit. Uh, when he's slowing down Paul George from getting the ball at all, that's a problem. When there's one pass possessions, which the Thunder lead the league in, that's a huge problem. And again, I I can't put this all on Billy Donovan when players are settling. They are top 10 in the league in threes attempted, and they have one of the worst percentages. Paul George is at his best attacking the rim. The Thunder are one of the worst teams in the league at drawing free throws. That's how you fix bad offense. That's how you get easy points and survive in this league, is getting to the free throw line. They don't do it. Why? Because they settle for jump shots. Carmelo Anthony is not going to get fouled on a long two. Paul George is not going to get fouled on a three. Same with Russell. And, again, I think a lot of this is on Russell, to, to get them involved, to, to not settle, to not set the tone that he's going to settle for long twos. And But, again, if they, if they keep losing, then I think it, it ultimately falls at Billy Donovan's feet, and they're going to have to make a decision. Now, who are they going to go get? I have zero clues if they're going to get rid of Billy Donovan. He's Sam Presti's guy. I think it would have to get really bad before Sam would even think of making that, that big of a change. I really do. So, <laughs> all is not well in Thunderland. Again, I, I never would have dreamed that they couldn't get to 100 points with this roster. Uh Again, the point differential tells you they've been better than their record would indicate, so maybe it'll turn around a little bit more. But I don't know what it was about the Golden State Warriors that made this team play like how they're supposed to, both defensively and offensively. And another key adjustment I would make on Billy Donovan is have them run. They are so much better on the fast break. They're so much better when they're pushing the tempo. They're so much better when they're not sitting in the half court, dribbling the ball, and then taking a shot by themselves every single time down the floor. So... Again, Thunder have massive, massive issues. Uh, we'll see if they can get it corrected, but uh, all is not well in Thunderland. And again, I would not fire Billy Donovan. I don't think this is totally his fault thus far, but he has not done a good job. 
Sam Presti and Clay Bennett are probably holding really long meetings right now discussing why in the world they can't win a game against some of the worst teams in the league. I mean, Dallas Mavericks, are you kidding me? To get run out of the gym against Dallas, there's no more sugarcoating it. There's no more it's early. There's no more we'll be fine when you score 81 points against the Dallas Mavericks. I'm sorry. Now, they have a few days to figure it out. They're off Monday and Tuesday. They play the Orlando Magic on the road on Wednesday at 6 o'clock. Then it's Timberwolves Spurs. Ain't getting any easier. Wins ain't just going to happen just because you show up. So we're, we're going to find out what the Thunder are made of coming up Wednesday night against the Orlando Magic. Again, this show is brought to you by Print.co. Go to their website. Check them out. They have the coolest Thunder Oklahoma City basketball gear you can find. Uh, some of the coolest <laughs> shirts with the Brody and the Cats. The Brody and the Cats aren't playing very well, but it's still a hilarious shirt. Uh, go on their website. Check out their gear. And if you want to make your own orders, design your own shirt. You got a better idea right now? Uh, I would never suggest making a Fire Billy Donovan shirt. But you can design your own shirts. Uh, that's kind of where <laughs> Thunder fans are at right now. I think that's premature. And we're going to find out just what Thunder are made of. We're going to find out if these big three are going to play like All-Stars because they have not this far. I think the blame falls at their feet just as much as it does Billy Donovan. So, again, go to print.co. They can hook you up with anything and everything you need apparel-wise or merchandise-wise. And, again, this has been the Locked On Thunder podcast. We're going to talk tomorrow with my buddy Corey DeMoss, one of my favorite follows on Twitter. We're good buds. He's one of the smartest Thunder follows you can find on Twitter. We're going to talk to him, get his opinion on this more. I know you guys kind of wanted some guests on the show, so we're going to do some more guests. Because, let's face it, there's a lot to talk about right now. <laughs> What's wrong with the Oklahoma City Thunder? So we'll talk to you tomorrow. This has been the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I'm your host, Carson Cunningham. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.